Welcome back. We are on season four of Atelier 1121. I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen to our podcast for the last three years. We are going to do a sneak peek today, a short segment with Yasmin Williams Woods, a very good friend of mine and a woman of God, a mother and a writer. So let's get into it. And this is Atelier 1121. Welcome, Yasmin, to Atelier 1121. Thank you so much for being a guest today. If you could briefly introduce yourself to our guest. Yes, it is my absolute pleasure to be a guest. So thank you for having me. It is an honor. Um, as you've already mentioned, I am Yasmin, Yasmin Williams Woods, and I'm I'm a Christian speaker, writer, YouTuber. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I am I am an artist. All right, let's get right into it. Is there a right and wrong way to create art? I I don't I do think there is a right and a wrong way to produce art. Like we can produce I think art has to be about three things. It has to give three things. It has to give light, it has to give life. And it has to give love. And when we use art for things that are contrary to that, then it's still artistic and it's still creative. But I would argue that it takes something that God has created being art and it corrupts it. It distorts it. So it can be created however, in whatever form and every way and with whatever intent the creative wants to produce it however if it's not like life and love i believe it's corrupt do you think that the average artists especially the ones we see on social media approach their work with morality and intentions i would argue yes because I feel like an artist now, is it perceived as that? Can I say that I myself see it as, see all forms of art that exist in our social climate as uplifting or morally just? Um, no, I don't. But I do believe that majority of artists create with the belief that what they are doing is empowering and it is encouraging. Do you think the morality of creating art has changed with the times? I would argue, yes, it has. Because as we've changed, what's accepted is changed. And artists, there's more liberty as an artist. And I do believe that artists should be able to create freely. You know, as a Christian artist myself, you know, I come from a place of like, God gives me liberty, you know, so I do have freedom and autonomy to create and to express the way that he leads me to do so. So I believe that, yeah, over time, artists feel more and more of that freedom. Um, because as a society, we're just more accepting, we're more tolerant, we're more open-minded and more progressive. That can blur some lines and go too far when it comes to morals, but definitely more things are acceptable. What does uh, creating with a purpose mean to you? 
for me personally, it is, you know, my purpose is to, to honor God and to glorify God. So for, for me, creating with purpose means I am creating so that whomever witnesses my art can be compelled to know God, to seek God, to trust God so that they can experience life, love, and light, as I previously mentioned. For an artist wanting to create for the sake of purpose, and again, I feel like all artists would say, like, I am creating for a purpose. It's just that all of our purposes feel different, especially for people operating outside of the outside of the body, right? If we're inside the body, whether we are fashion designers, we are graffiti artists, we are dancers or speakers or writers, our ultimate end goal is to please God, is to be fishers of men so that people can, so souls can be saved. Whereas mm-hmm. if I'm outside of the body and I'm creating, like my purpose might be like, I want women to feel empowered. I want my artists to feel, or the people who consume my artists to feel a deep compassion for those who are suffering, right? There are all these different reasons. And for them, that is their purpose. And even for people inside the body, we create with some of those same purposes, but the ultimate purpose is to glorify God. So when you say outside of the body, can you elaborate a little bit more for me on that? Yeah. So just to people who don't identify as believers of Christ. What about for those who are believers and decide not to say that they are believers? Mm -hmm. Where does that sit for you? Because some people create with the fear of if they tell their following or their uh, fan base or whatever you would like to call them um, that, you know, this piece is about God, that it won't be received. Mm -hmm. So what is your perception on that? People who mask the message of God, but still share the message of God. And I know people like that in my life personally, and even a friend recently was like you know what I'm just gonna take the mask off the cover off and it's like this is about God and I serve people within the body and I am here to spread the message in their artistic way about God so I believe that I totally get that argument it makes total sense and so there are a few things that I I think one I get it two I, I would argue that when you are doing something to honor God, you can't hide the light. of You can't. You can't. You know, I I taught for a long period of time. I then um, or just was in the world of education. I wrote plays. I, you know, I've done so many things in the theater and education space and never mm-hmm. did I put Jesus on it and never would I have put Jesus on it. But people witnessing that art during that time, they saw the light of God. And they they still talk about it to this day. It's like, we've always seen this. We always knew where you were going. This is what you've always been doing. Been doing. And I'm like, really? I thought I was just like writing a play about racial justice or writing a play about, you know, uh, the you know, most of my plays were about racial justice, ultimately. Um, but, you know, so it's like I was 
not trying to make it about God, but because the power of God is so strong because his light is so omnipotent. When you are within the body and you identify as a believer, regardless of what you do, his light is going to shine through and radiate. Like we can't, as much as we might try, his light is coming through. And that is ultimately what compels people and draws people to the art. Even if they can't identify it, that's what it is. It is the light of the Lord that's shining through. So what about those who love God, pray to God, talk to God, but how do I say this? Present themselves as the darker end of entertainment or a darker artist. What do you think that is? Because some would say, oh, this is evil or this uh, glorifies satan uh, Satanism, or this is an illustration of the devil. How could you love God and be of God and represent or present mm -hmm. this? And I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know how to address that because I, I do often view some forms of art and from people whom I know profess to love God and serve God. And I am... Sometimes it makes me, their form of art makes me uncomfortable. And, but what I, what I walk away from those experience feeling is that rather there is someone for whom that art was created and mm -hmm. it is going to compel them to think about God. I think, you know, it's Paul when he's in, when he's in prison and they're like, you know, you're being killed for or tortured and, and you're put in, in jail for the, for your love of Christ, for you like preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so Paul says, this is when he talks about counting it all joy, I believe. Um, he's saying, even though some people are like, see your Jesus isn't real and you're in jail and other people are like, yay, you like love him so much that you're willing to go to jail. Either way, they're still having to talk about Jesus and talk about the gospel. So I think when there are forms of art that veer toward the darker side and that artist feels it's like, no, I'm doing this to glorify God or like, no, I do believe in God. I feel as though it does still, whether good or bad, force people force the viewers of that art to think about God we as mm -hmm. artists are planting seeds and God is going to water the living water is going to water those seeds and they're going to sprout and they're going to bloom and they're going to grow um however God deems them to grow so I you know some artists plant their seeds in different ways than, than not but that is the beauty of God's diversity I'll say it like that like and somebody needs that form of art to get them to the ultimate place in their faith. Yeah, because I feel like we all go through yep. a season. We all go through a season of depression at some point in our life. We go through a, a season of joy. The seasons are ever-changing and constant. Yep. And if my, just hypothetically, my painting is a painting of a woman slumped over in a corner. It's a gray painting. She's she's clearly abused sad at a low point in her mm -hmm. life that could still be a period i i agree wholeheartedly and it's just like you know i get into this conversation a lot with people around the different forms of preaching 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, some people do prefer a more didactic preacher than a more illustrative, artistic, creative, traditionally creative preacher. And that's okay because to your point, we're all in different places. We're all in different seasons. We're all at different stages in our, in our faith. And more importantly, it is not to say like, Oh, I'm in this stage. And one day I'm going to get to the stage where you are. And I'm not going to value that slumped over woman as much as I do now. No, because then we're saying that something is wrong with that. I think we have to acknowledge Mm -hmm. that the body believers, Christianity, we are all diverse and we are all in need of different things. And God, knowing that in all of his sovereignty, created diversity in every aspect of life so that we could have the different sources and resources and artists or what have you that speak to us and how God has uniquely created us like for me and um I'll wrap it up here you know y'all I talk a lot but for me <laughs> I like I am I am righteous ratchet as I as I often say proudly say and that's not for a lot of people but that doesn't mean that my heart isn't as pure as the person who's soft-spoken and gentle and kind and more theologically sound you know I am where I need to be for me to impact the people whom God has created me to impact for his glory and that goes for any artist so to be a vessel Mm -hmm. for God's message there are as you mentioned Paul even though he was alone in his worship and belief and love for God let's put him in an artist's position where you become a tortured Mm -hmm. artist where it's not always easy can you speak to that yeah um I think people are artists because because life is not easy and artists I would argue understand the difficulty the challenges the brokenness of life on a level greater than a lot of people. And that's what leads us to create because we understand or we have an understanding of how God's creation could be, how it should be, how there could be unity, how there could be um, hope and beauty and just all the things that our art evokes. And because we there's brokenness in the world, there's that torture mm-hmm. in the world. That's mm-hmm. what leads us yep. to to create. And this ter- term, torture artist, um, as we know, ju- it's just it relates to mental illness. And I think we're gonna get to some of that. I I would I don't think that every artist at some point has to struggle with with mental illness or this idea of being a torture artist I can't safely say that because I don't know every single artist in the world right Mm -hmm. but I I I would Mm -hmm. think that a significant number of artists would um have struggled with mental illness as in some shape form or fashion I'm glad you brought that up so yes I, from research and interviews and experiences and conversations with people that I've had throughout my life, because you and I both know that 
we are like mm-hmm. super artists. Like we were at very young age, we went to art schools, we were put in environments with people who are artists throughout our, our lives. And from what I've seen that depression mm-hmm. is common, but not mm-hmm. always. And um, I think the burden, it's not a burden, maybe burden isn't what word I'm looking for, but you can take it from here. The vision that has been Mm -hmm. given to people to translate on such a huge level and responsibility of being a vessel for God is not Mm. always easy. Say that for sure. For sure. Um, I mean like that, that's it right there because, you know, I have struggled with, and I'm open with about this a lot. I have struggled with anxiety and I have struggled with depression and it is because like my anxiety, I still have moments now and it is a matter of because I'm like, this isn't, this isn't right. This isn't pure. This isn't whole. This isn't, this isn't representative of the promises of God. And I've been called to be a change agent, to do something about it, to empower people, to, to spread my art in a way that can be healing in a way as a vessel through which God can heal. You know, I'm not doing any of this but God is using it as a vessel to provide healing, to provide hope. And so that that weight, as you referenced, does that vision, that calling is heavy. And I, I believe that mm-hmm. it becomes, we become tortured artists when we make it about ourselves. Because it's like, I have this anxiety because I have this call, I have this responsibility, I have this vision, and I have this understanding that the way we are operating on this earth is far from far from where it could be. Even as we, you know, we know that brokenness is, is inevitable until Jesus comes back, but even still, we could be doing a whole lot better. Like that anxiety becomes unbearable when I stop leaning on God when I make it like my sole responsibility to create change as opposed to leaning on the one who is the creator instead of leaning on the only one who can change transform heal and the one who is hope because we get in this place where we're hopeless and it's like okay wait 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 that's not of God either Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you said that because my next question you was going to be is anxiety or these depression situate depressive situations coming from you being off of your path and off of your connect and out of connection with God or out of alignment. But since you answered that, I'm going to go on to the next question is what is your best practices to get back into alignment, to continue to be a vessel for God and in life. And when you Love create it. your art, um, can I just speak real quick to something you said in there? Like, Oh the- yeah the depression, the mental illness, it's a trigger that something is wrong, right? Like if I have a pain Mm -hmm. in my back or I have a cough, I have anything happening within my body. It's letting me know that like, Hey, something is wrong. So yeah, this mental illness to, to an artist is a sign of like, something is not what it's supposed to be. Often in the initial stages, it's like something within this world, within your locus of control, your area of influence is not right. And you have a responsibility within that. Now, as we go on and we start creating and we start to 
feel depression, anxiety, or any form of, of mental illness, the way that I have gotten back on track is to, is really to trust God. I always, or I often quote Isaiah 26 and three, he will keep the imperfect peace who keeps their mind on him because they trust him. So if I'm a tortured artist, I'm dealing with this mental illness, there is no peace. And I think that verse mm -hmm. says that like, if you don't have this peace that transcends understanding, it is because you're not trusting God. And as artists, we become so wrapped up in the passion and our responsibility to create change, light, love, and life that we take on we take on that weight and responsibility like it's just me and my art and I got to finish this next project and I got to create this thing and I got to share this with the world and I got to get this out and it becomes about us 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 as opposed to trusting us trusting the one who gave us the idea trusting the God who is the God of creativity trusting the God who is the producer and the ultimate creator so I just think the ultimate thing is to like start trusting God when I'm Lastly, I'll say like when I'm sitting at the desk and I'm writing and I'm like, it's not making sense or I can't get past this point. It's not exactly what I want to be. And anxiety is starting to rise. I stop and I say, God, I'm leaning on you. Mm -hmm. God, what should this next part say? And I believe we can do that regardless of or irrespective of our personal or individual forms of art. It's like, God what kind of fabric should I use? God, what's the best point? Like I just literally take everything to God because he's the one, he's the creator. You wouldn't even have had that idea, that vision, that goal, if God hadn't placed it on your heart for you to pursue. So run back to your daddy and say, okay, what do I do here? What do I do now? And there's so much peace in that trust of him. So, I have to, I don't have to, but I want to. I usually don't talk about mm -hmm. pop culture and things that are trending, but it's relevant to my next question. So I'm just going to say it. When an artist's visuals, representation, and music videos teeter on the line of worshiping money, sex, mm -hmm. negativity, destroying the lines of morals and those of God, basically giving lap dances mm -hmm. to Satan. Where, and it becomes extremely popular and is bigger than though it, than those who are of God, or at least it seems to be bigger than those of God. Where does that leave us? Because it's so, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have children, you know? And it's very, um, influential yeah and you hear people talking about videos and people worrying about their children and worrying about what's next and the fear as an artist where do you think that person was when they decided to make that piece of mm -hmm. art i i would argue that that artist if that artist completely believes that they are creating for light, life, and love, irrespective of the way we view their content, I would argue that that artist 
is in a place of selfishness because the light and the life becomes about my lifestyle and what I love and what I want, whether that be money, fame, acceptance, notoriety, or, you know, whatever it is that our flesh so easily wants and drives. Like, art has to be bigger than yourself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm creating art that is destroying lives that is making people feel unloved then I'm probably not creating from a from a lens outside of myself Mm -hmm. do you think that most artists go to that get to that point within their journey I don't think so but I I think that it's easy to get there because of our culture that we live in and because like our culture that says you need money you need I mean and and we need money to do God's work and to do good in the earth and to be generous in the earth so I'm not saying that 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 is problematic you know it is the love of those things that becomes problematic um so I I Mm -hmm. think to go that route it's not inevitable, but it is appealing when you see those artists or the people who create that content, when you see them survive, I mean, succeed and win big, win on high levels, and you're just over here as the Christian artist and you're like, I'm struggling, Jesus. You know, make it make sense. Mm-hmm. It you know, that other route becomes appealing for a lot of people. So I, I, I see that and I un, I understand how um, Satan creates that path and makes that path easy for people and appealing for people to walk down. Can you recognize when someone is creating for God and when they are not like, for, for instance, this music video, in some people's opinion? quote unquote mm-hmm. I have to say <laughs> yeah I I think I, I I mean it's easy to know when something is I mean if it's promoting sin if it's promoting anything that does not honor God if it's promoting something that and not that all art has to do that going back to the earlier part of our conversation but for me as a believer somebody mm-hmm. in the body like my my art should reflect the God whom I serve, the God who called me to create this art and gave me the gifts and talents to do it. So anytime art is, you know, promoting things that breaks God, God's heart, then that is, that is, well, that is negative. That is, that is darkness. Do you think that we may be going into a phase of darkness as a society? I don't. You know, I'm not I'm not going to get Satan excited and make him feel like that yes, I'm winning. I conv- I'm convinced I don't because while there are creators of the dark world who are excelling, succeeding, expanding, etc the body of christ is growing people are like serving god completely and totally and wholeheartedly in new ways and new level people are seeking god running after god 
in brand new levels. So I yeah, right. Especially Precisely. now after last year, when people people haven't been. I mean, people have always ran after their God, mm-hmm. but the shift has been so grand Precisely. that you can feel so it. In I, the air. I agree. There, because Jesus has not come back, there's always going to be that darkness. But darkness does not drive out light, and I think that is very obvious in our society. Like you said, especially after the pandemic, because believers are rising up believers like new believers are joining because it's like no this is not the life that god promised this is the not the life that he wants his children living on earth no we cannot lose more souls so is there anything that you're working on right now that we can be excited about because I know you are always, always creating for God. I yes, want to know what sure. you're working so on. So I am finishing a devotional that I will be publishing in the next few weeks, actually. And I'm super excited about it. So that's on the lookout. And I am a Christian YouTuber, so I'm always creating um, creating content for my channel. And yeah, that's that's what I'm up to. I just want to let you know, if you don't already know, that close to the end or somewhere in the middle of the interviews on Atelier 1121, we like to let our artists Mm. know that we see you. We see what you're doing. We are rooting for you. And we wish you nothing but the best. We are opening our arms, always keeping them open, always keeping our doors open to anything that you need. And we thank you for being on this podcast. And if we can be of service to you in any kind of way. Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys, you are a gift for sure. And I'm so grateful for you. Um, also, can you let our listeners know where they can find you, your handles, Yes, so I am, like, it is easier to get in touch with me on Instagram at Yasmin underscore Williams Woods than sometimes even my phone. So that's definitely the place you can find out everything that's happening and going on and get you some daily inspiration anchored in biblical truth and then my youtube channel is my favorite place where i want people to connect with me and that is just my name yasmin williams woods i have a video there every wednesday and thursday so come on and join um the bible beauties and bible bros we try to be inclusive and yeah and then my website is just yasminwilliamswoods.com so there's my email list you'll be able to buy upcoming products including my devotional um, and just know more about my journey and my faith in God. Thank you so much, Yasmin. And for anyone else who will be on YouTube on April 7th at 1245, mm-hmm. it's her birthday celebration. We want to let you know happy birthday. And like I said, we see you. We're always watching you. I want you guys to tune in, go follow her on Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube, and thank you for being thank on Atelier. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. And that is a wrap for Atelier 1121. If you would like to be a guest on Atelier 1121, please email us at info at If you know an artist that would be amazing, who has a wonderful for- portfolio, excuse me, <laughs> and has done the work, we would like to interview them. We would like to dig deep. We would like to get to know them and give them their flowers. 
please email us. Also follow us on Instagram and the host, Ontavia Roulette, on Instagram as well. Thank you so much and have a wonderful evening.